Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I got to experience as I went to Los Angeles uh, over vacation. I was there with my son for a, a couple of days. We Mato O'Rourke has slaves. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> That's my um, understanding of the story. We went on a, 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 out on the ocean on a fishing trip. but So I was driving around L.A. And, you know, if you've been to L.A., you've seen homeless. Whether it was last year, five years ago, or, or 30 years ago, there have been homeless in L.A. Sure. Not like this if you haven't been to L.A. for a while. Not like this. Not Not streets... And streets of camps in, in like, normal places, like, like where there are nice stores and uh, expensive car dealerships, homeless people all over the place. And living in these, um, like, either tiny campers or kind of makeshift tents on wagons, I guess there's something to do. You comply with the law. As long as it's got wheels and it's in a parking space, you can stay there forever, apparently. Wow. Because that's what everybody's got. Some sort of wagon. Junkie Some mobile. sort of trailer that I'm not sure you could actually take anywhere, but they're parked in a parking spot, and they're everywhere. The Chevy bum wagon. And then when I was in Las Vegas, where they have different laws, 
and they're trying to uh, to make money off of um, uh, customers coming to town. I didn't see one homeless person. Oh, man, Ninth around, Circuit Court, they're coming for you, Vegas. Walking around Las Vegas for a couple of days, not one homeless person. Yeah. It's the, about the laws. It's not about it's not about the, the homeless situation. It's about what laws your county, your city, your state has, right. whether you attract them or not. Right, right. Yeah, interesting because you know I've I've studied this all over uh, Cal Unicornia and in, in, in Seattle and Portland, and and the Ninth Circuit Court, which has ruled a couple of times um, that well, they make the assumption that's pushed by the left that homelessness is an economic problem almost entirely. Housing costs are too high, so people are homeless, and all of the rulings, which we'll talk about in a second, but kind of flow from that premise, but. There are plenty of people who can't afford housing or good housing in Las Vegas, and they leave. But if the Ninth Circuit enforces this, where essentially you can't enforce your anti-camping ordinances, if somebody wants to, you know, throw up a a tent city in front of the Luxor, Vegas has to let them. Because those poor people, you can't punish them for being poor. It's cruel and unusual punishment. They cite the Eighth Amendment, too, in these wackadoo rulings. So, because uh, that's, you know, that's a circuit court ruling. That's not some local yokel judge making a ruling. That's the Ninth Circuit. So, I wonder if Vegas is next. That would be a hell of a deal. Because, man, there's plenty of money oh. to fight that. Can you imagine? All of a sudden, there's 175 bums out in front of New York, New York. Well, you know, ironically. The Bellagio. The Bellagio. Let's go with the Bellagio. They're just going for realism. Right. The Bellagio is less bummy. The Bellagio is not going to have bum tents in front of it. A bunch of pantless gondoliers running around. (laughs) But Well, one one, um, uh, ordinance, law, whatever it was that happened in Los Angeles while I was there, I was listening to some of the talk radio. So some businesses had decided... Look, I can't get customers because a lot of customers, like me, I'm this way. I'm not walking into your store if i got to walk by a bunch of these people. I don't know if you're going to stab me or spit on me or whatever. I'm not taking my chances, especially with my kids. I'm not going in your store. Stores realize it's hurting their business, so they started putting out things to block their sidewalks in front, like big planters and stuff like that, so that there was no way for the bums to like set up their camps. The city decided, now you're blocking the sidewalks. You're not allowed to block the sidewalks. How rich is that? Wow. The homeless, excuse me, the homeless have been blocking the sidewalks for years and pretty much permanently. Nobody can walk down the sidewalk. There's so many homeless. But if you put out a planter, then you're in a violation and you get fined for blocking the sidewalk. God, it's as if the law-abiding, the taxpayers, the business people just don't have a voice at all. It is if. That is uh, actually the case. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 absolutely for whatever nuts. reason. A lot of these city councils are more concerned with the homeless population than the taxpaying business owners and citizens. I have no idea why. Yeah, they, they live in some sort of fantasy land. I don't get. Yeah, you know, I was trying to find this email I saw when we were on vacation, or it might have been a tweet, but it was somebody visiting um, visiting Portland, beautiful Portland, great city, and. Uh, and they saw the uh, the garbage patrol people going around with their little pinchers and stuff like that and thought, oh, they're picking up cigarette butts. And they got closer. Nope, they were picking up needles. It was the needle patrol because you have open needles. God knows, you know, hepatitis, AIDS, whatever, you know, all over them just laying around. 
So now we have squads to pick up the needles. But if and you, as a taxpayer, instead of paying for the roads to be better, the schools to be better, or whatever the hell else I'm supposed to be paying for, um, I'm paying somebody to walk around and pick up needles because we've just allowed whoever wants to camp here forever, no matter what your lifestyle is, go ahead, hang out. We'll yep. take care of you. You know, if I had kingly powers, there'd be a few executions and, and probably a couple of people on the rack, but not a lot. It wouldn't be widespread. Wow, the rack. I'm a That's wise rough. and benevolent ruler. But one thing I would do is I would order the, the judges of the Ninth Circuit Court to get out of their ivory tower, doff their robes, go out into the streets, and spend a few days with the bums and junkies of the western states that they preside over. And they would find out, oh, oh, it's not... 90% hard-working families that just caught a rough break and they blah, blah, blah. No, it's bums and it's junkies. And it's, it's you know, there are some righteous homeless people who probably have help coming. And I'm happy to kick in a few of my tax dollars for them. But um, it's, it's mostly bums and junkies and people who refuse to go into shelters. They refuse to go into services because they don't want to stay sober. They don't want to follow the rules. And they don't hate living on the street. They don't work, they party all the time, and taxpayers support them. I wouldn't live like that, but many tens of thousands of people choose to do that. And I think if the Ninth Circuit Court got a nice whiff of reality and, and got out of their fantasy world, where they believe what they're told on MSNBC or you know whatever blog they read out of Berkeley, they might you know get hip to the fact that it's bums and junkies. Getting back to poor Boise, Idaho, which is a wonderful town um, and you know, in a lot of different ways, but... They're in a big legal fight right now because the bums are starting to move in and want to camp on the sidewalks. And Boise's telling them, you can't. You can't park on a damn public sidewalk. But the Ninth Circuit is telling them, yeah, you got to let them. So city after city after city. Some with, you know, when a judge tells, say, Davis, California, no, you can't enforce that. Well, Davis, for instance, or Sacramento or Berkeley or any of the wackadoo uh, blue cities and corrupt California. They say, okay, but I tell you what, you start telling Boise, you start telling Eagle, Idaho, that they can't enforce their no bums and junkies rules, there's going to be a fight. You know what shape that fight takes, I couldn't tell you, but it'll be uh, it'll be something to watch. Do not back down, Idaho. I'm begging you, don't back down because you can't go back. Fight it! The number of people living in some sort of makeshift camper in Los Angeles is incredible if you haven't seen it. You know, there's a little hope. The uh, Judge Milan Smith Jr. is on the Ninth Circuit, um, wrote a minority opinion, said the court's original ruling did not comport with previous precedents. And it would produce ruinous burdens on municipalities, forcing them to either tolerate growing homeless encampments or to make extraordinary and ever-growing investments in homeless services. The Supreme Court will decide in the fall whether to hear the Boise case. Um, Boy, I hope they do. Yeah, how about the complete departure from precedent? There have always been laws in every town in the country. You can't. You can't camp on City Hall uh, property or in to, front of a business. You don't get to live in the park. You don't get to take a crap in front of my house. You don't get to shoot up. I don't. You don't get to shoot up in the playgrounds. Come on, Ninth Circuit. Wake up. I dare you. Go to the streets, Ninth Circuit. You bunch of fat cocktail swing. That's probably not going to help. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I retract that part? <laughs> Listen, you justice it. You're trying to administer justice. You went to law school. You're wearing the robes. You're nice folks, I'm sure. Get out in the streets and get a whiff of reality. Try to run a business on one of these streets where people got to walk around the homeless to get in to buy whatever. Careful of the poo, kids, and the needles. Hope that guy doesn't attack you as you walk in to get a bagel or a cup of coffee at that business. Well, and as you're running around him, you step on a needle, and all of a sudden you get the hep C. Great. You can't do anything about it. That would be unfair. Yeah. I tell you what, I think the world's gone nuts. This Cuckoo gonna, nuts. This is going to be something to follow over the years. Hey, we've got the exercise for you if you want to keep your mind from going south on you. I do. Any further south. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. A follow-up on a story that got national attention last week. The viral video of the giant fight that erupted at Disneyland. Did you wow. follow that? No. Oh, I was kayaking in the woods. <laughs> it's, it's worth watching the video because it, uh, it's something. I saw two birds squawking at each other. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you from the beginning before I get to the follow. Yes, but it's, please. It's a, a dude and a woman get to John at each other, somebody cut in front of somebody in line or whatever. Anyway, she spits on him. He goes. To oh my sp- God! I had an incident like that at Disneyland. I almost I could have been that guy. Chick cuts in front of me in line. I say, "Excuse me, what are you doing? Remember this?" She turned around, and yelled at me. Oh, white boy needs to eat. And I was like, "Aren't you white?" Anyway, uh, she immediately <laughs> turns at Rachel and starts to call her man over here to whoop my ass. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> Mickey, what kind of place are you running? So in this this instant, dude starts, uh, and then another guy shows up, and this dude, the the, the main dude is giant. Oh, there a, we go. Yeah. He is a very, that guy in the red shirt is a very large dude. Yeah. And he's he's clearly likes to fight guy. They're loving the, op- he's loving the opportunity to fight, and he he hurts some people. Including some women that get knocked down, knocked, knocked around pretty yeah, okay. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see, he just oh, that guy start just, punching each other's women. Yeah, that guy just plain punched that woman. Okay, so um, and this goes on. This is a five minute fight. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen fights before. I've seen lots of bar fights, stuff like that. They're regularly twenty seconds long. Everybody's winded, ends up on the floor. Five minute fight is this just spreads. They don't have a lot of police around there because this sort of thing never happens. So anyway. So cut to the end story that is now out. Why is nobody arrested or anything? Nobody pressed charges because they're all family members. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's the, that's the key to the story at the end. The whole nation was outraged about this guy and that woman and how could people act like this and what did she do and you can't hit a woman. Blah, they're blah, blah. all there together? They're all family members. <laughs> oh, man. They all came together and ended up in that fight. Wow, and I just saw the video when an authority figure finally shows up and intervenes. It's some old guy who's sweeping up the street. Oh, my gosh. Family beating the hell out of each Any other. Any details to fill counseling, in there, Sean? Counseling. <laughs> no, so the, until this video became known, the cops, their hands were tied. They couldn't do anything because they, they detained these people. None of them pressed charges against each other, and so they all got let go. I heard that, that once they saw the video, they were circling back, and they were going to now they have evidence of assault. And said, I, but I don't wow. know if anything actually came of that. God, if I slapped the hell out of... 
I, I, I can't even use like real no, relations. I know, I know. It's, it's hard to horrific. picture your cousin or your niece or your your uh, sister. Say I had a second brother named Jed. <laughs> if I slapped Jed's wife down at Disneyland or World or wherever they were, um, it would be hard to uh, you know get together at future holiday gatherings. Yeah, and so she. Hey, th- sorry about that whole incident where I well w- when I beat you down. And that guy in the red was screaming. I don't know if we have the audio or not. There's some F-bombs involved. but I'm that, sure there were. He was yelling something like, I'm going to jail today. I don't care. I'm going to jail today. So Apparently he wasn't because you can just fight for you know as long as you want it. Was it world or land? If it's, so he grabs her by the hair and drags her back. Um, it was in I the LA. it was land, yeah. Okay. But uh, apparently you won't go to jail if it turns out it's your sister who says, nah, he does that all the time, and I hit him first, so. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. We punch each other out all the time. Cartoon dog comes along. You're all acting goofy. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The fight continues now? Oh, a five-minute fight. Goes, it, it, goes. Just, it just That guy's goes dragging on her. On and on and on. The biggest guy's dragging that woman by the hair, which oh, is uncool. No, he's he's a lunatic. Clearly. Oh, yeah, he is a lunatic. And, and as, as is often the case, the biggest person is the guy that really enjoys fighting. What a shock. Yeah, yeah, what a what a fine example of humanity he is. Boy, that big old gal, she can bounce back. She got beat down earlier. She seems okay now. That's good. New York, to see that. New York Post had the greatest headline. <laughs> Scrappiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Wow, finally, some middle-aged people wearing, like, novelty cop uniforms show up. Oh, that dude looks like a real cop. He's not playing. God, speaking of these sorts of things, so I'm at Legoland. What's the matter with people? And Legoland in the San Diego area, if you don't know that, is and it was fantastic and everything like that. But I was exhausted. I mean, taking two kids around and doing all the stuff and just you know crowning all everything. I was exhausted. Carl's bad in the summertime; tends to be a tad warm as well. And uh, and and there was some guy standing next to me at some point and said, "Oh yeah, we did uh, we did Disney Disneyland yesterday." We're doing Legoland, oh. and he had like four kids, and I thought, I, you're made wow. of something different than me, and your kids are made of something different? Because my kids are going to be are done with this. I mean, yeah. when they can't do another lines, this kind of food, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know how people do that. I've known people that do the, the circuit like yep. that. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, whether it's, uh, we, yeah, we did Epcot, then we did Disney World, and then we went to SeaWorld, oh. and we yeah, I, I, you're my heroes, or or you're insane or something. <laughs> I think you're insane. Oh, God, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> no, I can't. Just that bone tiredness you get in your legs, hiking around with your kids on the blacktop for hours and standing in line. And... I did something that I feel bad about to, from a class warfare standpoint. You didn't fight a chick at Legoland, did you? No, I paid the super extra money to avoid having to stand in line. Oh, yeah. And I only did it because my one son has got the problems. I mean, he's a special sure, needs kid. Sure, that's the only reason. I uh, wanted to teach my... Uh, that's why I did it, too, because <laughs> your son... <laughs> I wanted to teach his older brother something about patience and waiting in line and and realizing this is what theme parks are. Because when I think theme park, I think, oh, yeah, you're going to do a lot of waiting in line. Is it worth this or that? Um, Because if you just get to walk up and get on the ride, sure, it's fantastic. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's the way Disney used to operate, but they outlaw that because somebody thought it wasn't egalitarian. But there's people waiting in line for 45 minutes. There's a sign there that says how long it is. Well, you ought to be smart enough to be rich. And I I walk right past him to the front, and they're all looking at me. What? What is he doing? What did he get to do? Because I'm special. So everybody's mad at me and my kids. Like we're They'll get used to it. (laughs) 
I, di- I didn't want that lesson for my children. Why really. don't you? While you're standing there waiting, why don't you think about being richer? Have you tried oh. making more money? Right. Oh my God! Uh, have you thought <laughs> of being wealthy, idiot? That's uh, that's rough. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Throw the... crumbs off your tree. Yeah. <laughs> have some of my churro. We got latest on the ICE actions against illegals. Pelosi and Lindsey weighing in on the latest Trump Twitter battle. <laughs> And we've got good news for those with genetic predispositions for dementia. Coming up. Oh, yeah, and I didn't hit that exercise that helps with that, too, which I will. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. If you extrapolated the weight I gained from the 10-day vacation, it would mean, apparently, if I stayed on vacation for the entire year, I would be close to 500 pounds. Wow! So, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what it is about vacations where money and calories don't count. The conversion rate or something, it's just, it's weird. Well, I stepped on my scale this morning with real worry. Wasn't too bad. Not too bad. I can accept it. I was afraid I was going to get the what? Wait. But no, I merely got the duh. <laughs> <laughs> News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, illegal still on edge after President Trump's threatened roundup of undocum- uh, undocumented immigrants failed illegal to Illegal still on edge. Let's uh, yeah. dissect that lead yeah. sentence there. If you, so am I. If you are part of the group we're talking about, which has gone through the entire process, yeah. a whole legal system, they determined you're not supposed to be here and you have to get out. Well, I guess you're on edge because you're uh, breaking the law and you deserve to be booted out. And whether you're on edge or not, I don't care. If you're not part of that group and you're on edge, then you're just misinformed because you don't realize it's got nothing to do with you. Right. So either I don't care or you need to get up to speed on what the news is because you got nothing to worry about. Either way, that ain't my problem. Many illegals laid low yesterday, staying inside while other advocates demonstrated in the streets. And so you got cities all across the country where they're giving a heads up to these people that have, as I've just said, gone through the entire process that we pay for Mm -hmm. to make sure... Good and solid. You're here illegally and don't deserve to be here and you have to go. And you've probably committed crimes. And you that got, sort of and thing, you got yeah. mayors and city councils that won't cooperate with that. They're going out of their way to protect those people. You just do not believe in borders. No. It's crazy. Nope. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is now among the Democrats denouncing President Trump's tweets suggesting that four progressive Congresswomen should go back to the countries they, quote, came from. All four are Democrats, they're American citizens, only one was born outside the U.S., Pelosi blasting the tweets, calling them xenophobic, and saying it, quote, reaffirms his plan to make America great again and has always been about making America white again. Making America white again. So we now openly call the President of the United States racist by the Speaker of the House, which is just incredible. It's a hell of a thing. You know, the, the tweet he put out was just crazy. Well, I mean, okay, so we got that. Yeah. So he knows they're not from, a, weren't born in other countries. Right. So so he, he was just stirring up the S. He thinks yes. to his advantage. Right. Meanwhile, Robert, and he's willing to say stuff to do that that, uh, you know, previous presidents would not. Oh, well, Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't, frankly. But I get what he's doing. 
Meanwhile, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was weighing in on the back and forth on Fox and Friends this morning. Mr. President, you're going to win. Just knock it down a notch. In what, we, in what way? Well, we all know that AOC and this crowd are a bunch of communists. They hate Israel. They hate our own country. They're calling the guards uh, along our border, the Border Patrol agents, concentration camp guards. They accuse people who support Israel of doing it for the Benjamins. Uh, they're anti-Semitic. They're anti-America. Don't get that. Aim higher. Yeah, I see. I'm not sure. So you agree that he did it on purpose? It wasn't a he didn't know they're not from here. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty certain that he that was a strategy. Um, whether or not it's a good strategy, though, is a, is an open question. I don't know. I don't know. Like Lindsey Graham said, you're 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 on a winning track here. Uh, you're on a winning track here. You could you could screw up by going too far with your right. Right. I mean, you just you can't defend. Go back to where you came from. I mean, you just, it's it's too much. But I don't know. I just there's a different scale now. Speaking of stepping on the scales, and anybody who pretends that this is 1983, right? And the president's making statements, and the speaker of the house is making statements back to him. It's just it's not. It's a different time. People are saying all sorts of crazy stuff. Well, and last week after Nancy Pelosi criticized. What are they called now? The, the four horsemen of the apocalypse? <laughs> the squad. If you call them that, I'm not going to. It sounds like an obnoxious teen movie. Uh, AOC and the three other women, uh, that well, they were actually the four that voted against something that Nancy Pelosi put through the House last week. Uh, Nancy Pelosi criticized that, and AOC actually said, you know, I used to think it's a strategy, but you have to wonder about all this criticizing women of color. Which is clearly some sort of race. I mean, if you used it against anybody else, we would all know it was you're trying to suggest that Nancy Pelosi is racist. Yeah, is, a, is what's behind her comments. Right. Yeah. In case you're not listening closely, yeah, AOC is calling Nancy a racist. Never mind uh, Donald J. So that's just that's just where we are now. All right. And now it looks like there are 11. The U.S. State Department confirming another American death in the Dominican Republic. Tracy Jerome Jester Jr. of Georgia died March the 12th or March 17th from respiratory uh, failure following a day of sightseeing with his sister. He was 31 years old. He was on vacation with his family, staying at a resort during their trip. Talked with his mom the night before he died, said he'd be on an, at 10 o'clock uh, in the morning flight to come home. However, she said she got a call from her daughter shortly afterwards that Jester was vomiting and complaining of trouble breathing, and he died. He is now the 11th confirmed American tourist to die in the Caribbean country since June of 2018. You know, we just lost our, was it, 10th or 12th U.S. service member in Afghanistan, too. Highly decorated <laughs> Special Forces guy who died in Afghanistan. Old, yeah. Um, more than the total last year, I believe, as the fighting has escalated. But getting back to the Dominican Republic, it's the tainted booze. It's the uh, bathtub gin. Right. We were talking about this before vacation. They think that up to 30% of the booze consumed in Dominican might be uh, fake. And a lot of it's tainted. So, yikes. we got a new study that has found a healthy lifestyle can reduce the risk of developing Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia even in people who have a higher genetic risk of getting those diseases. How healthy? Researchers report, well, they say have a good diet, get enough exercise. No, no. Limit your alcohol and don't smoke. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. I'm 50-50. Well, I (laughs) limit my alcohol to that which I have on hand. 
I mean, I rarely go out and get more. Once I'm asleep, I stop drinking. Right, exactly. I limit myself to, I've passed out, now it's time to stop. <laughs> anyway, they, 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 that's their suggestion, and I find it interesting that it could uh, overcome the risk, even of those people who have uh, a higher chance genetically of getting the diseases. <clears throat> okay, back, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back to another study about uh, trying to keep uh, away cognitive decline. That means your brain stops working so good. Right. Um, high intensity interval training. This is yet another study. I've mentioned these over the last couple of years. Yeah. Where these studies keep coming out that say the, the kind of exercise you do where you like, go really, really, really hard and then take a break. Then go really, really, really hard and take a break. Has so many more benefits than the long two-hour workout you're doing at a steady pace. Yeah. Uh, on your muscles right. and it turns out your brain wow. for some reason. Probably because that's the way we're designed as beasts. There's an elephant. Ah, I'm going to go chase it with a spear. Or there's a lion chasing me. Ah, i got to get out of here. Got a taste for elephant meat, dude. Or, <laughs> or I'm in a fight. Or right. whatever. Right. That's the way we're designed. Yeah. So, how, how long are these bursts? 15 seconds? I can look minute, that up uh, because I, I've, I've, I've read those studies before. Yeah, because I'd be curious about At that. At least 30 is what I've read. Yeah, these, I've read a lot of things. These <laughs> tend to be focusing on it's, it's forcing blood flow to go through your brain, right. which is okay. as you age, that tends right. to go less and less. Wash it out. And even just the physical act of forcing blood through these arteries cleans off the, the, the tubes, and mm. it makes it less likely for, for plaque and things to wow. get built up on them. i got to get back yep. on the elliptical. Yeah. I did not uh, strain myself on vacation very much. Hmm. Some nice kayaking, but we weren't racing or anything. Kind of paddling along. Kayak. Right. Going to those walls. Did not. Did not. Pretty much going downriver as opposed to upriver. Oh uh, yeah, almost <laughs> entirely. You got it. Yep. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Let's release Squawky. Having a tough time this morning. I walked about a million miles on vacation, which mm. was exercise. Oh, yeah. Sure. Luckily, I ate enough to compensate for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that high-intensity stuff, though. you got to sprint from ride to ride. Sprint from the churro stand to the foot-long hot dog stand. Falling for the old thing in Vegas I've fallen for for my entire adult life. <laughs> that casino looks like it? two blocks away. Right down the block. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like five miles away. It's just giant goes down, you're still walking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, there was a guy telling me, I saw the... Um, uh, the Oakland uh, Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders stadium is going up, and mm. see, it's a, it's it's a full on. You can tell it's a stadium now. Is it close to the strip? It's right there. Wow! I mean, it's oh. right there, and I'm sure they'll have some sort of way to walk across the uh, interstate to get to it. But it's right next to it, so I mean, you'd be able to gamble during halftime if wow. you wanted to. Wow! <laughs> and get a stamp and come back in. <laughs> but um, so uh, I got an Uber ride, and the guy was saying, I don't know how we're going to handle the traffic. I mean, it's already so terrible. He said, there's a conference, and I, I couldn't understand his accent enough to tell which conference he was talking about, but the most popular conference that they have in Las Vegas. He said, last year, it took me to get from the airport to the, I was staying at Treasure Island, which is the other end of the strip. He, t- he said it took seven hours and 40 minutes. No, it didn't. To get the people in my Uber with their bags. No. Seven hours and 40 minutes. No. Oh, no. He said, I quit for the day. I went home and drank a shot for each hour I was sitting in traffic. But he said, I made like 40 bucks in that eight, that eight hours. But wow. It was, it was super hot, and you got people with luggage right. and people that don't want to walk uh, that far. But you can see the strip from the airport and vice versa. Yeah, but you would have to walk 10 miles in, a, a desert. In, in there, or whatever, five miles in... Uh, in 100-degree heat with your luggage right. and dress shoes and high heels, maybe. I don't know. But right. but that that's crazy. 
Who would wow. do that? What a miserable experience. <laughs> wow. And you just flew in from who knows where, so you might have been traveling all day long. You right. get in your Uber ride for eight hours to go to a place you can see the entire time. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'd have to get out and walk and pull my bag. Found but, dead by the side of the road. But he said you had a football game to this yeah. sort of crowd, and what it's going to be like, I don't know. No helicopters, it out. helicopters are becoming more and more popular for people that are wealthy at all. You spend a thousand bucks or whatever to get a helicopter ride from McLaren Airport to the top of whatever casino you're staying at, right. the hotel. Oh, yeah, because of course the casinos all have helicopter pads. Of course on their they roof. do for, yeah, for the yeah, high rollers. Yeah. 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 Well, something tells me uh, it will be figured out. Is there is a fair amount of money flowing in, and there's a fair uh, amount of sentiment that it should not stop. Right. So they will do whatever it takes. If you ask the casinos, hey, we need each of you to pony up a hundred million dollars this year, they've got it. Yeah. No kidding. Um, got another homeless update from a uh, from a town that's in our listening audience. Bums and junkies, among other things, we can talk about on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Headline last week in the Washington Examiner from uh, Philip Klein, who I believe we've had on. Have we had him on? Yes. Yeah, we have. AOC's Is it about Beto's slaves? Uh, so, so Beto O'Rourke doesn't have slaves. He does not have slaves? Because I just saw the headline and kind of read it fast. Ah. So he doesn't have slaves. It was his great-grandparents or something. Great, great, great grandfather. Plus his, his old lady's uh, family has slaves, slaves, too. They're one slaving couple. Yeah. But so if he currently had slaves, I really would have had to call out the media. Like Vanity Fair for missing that story. Right. Right. You did that big puff piece. You didn't even notice that he owns human beings. <laughs> Beto stops his old truck near a line of people picking cotton. They appear to be happy, singing spiritual songs. We followed him into his home. When he, yeah, that would be an excusal. That'd be bad journalism. Anyway, so Phil Klein wrote in the Washington Examiner last week, AOC's chief of staff comments just killed the Green New Deal. I thought that's an interesting headline. What, huh. what gives her? Her chief of staff, giving an interview to the Washington Post, said, and this is in the Washington Post, you didn't get that much coverage that I saw. The interesting thing about the Green New Deal is it wasn't originally a climate thing at all. Right. Do you guys think of it as a climate thing? AOC's chief of staff asked the Washington Post reporter. He said, yeah, I guess. Because we really think of it as a how do you change the entire economy thing. Right. That's what I was saying. Right. A lot of people have been saying that. But her chief of staff said it out loud. Right. She said out loud, it is a completely Marxist attempt to remake the entire nation. Right. It's a new deal, which is green, by the way. It has an environmental component, a completely restructuring of American society and finances and business and the economy. Oh, and it happens to have an environmental component. I can't believe he said it out loud, though. Yeah. Because, you know, it didn't have much of a chance of doing away with the cars and all that sort of stuff. But once you say out loud, no, it's about remaking the economy. That's why we're doing it, because we don't believe in capitalism the way it's structured. Um, yeah, that's that's amazing. You know, listen to this, though. Axios did a poll just before we left on vacation. I didn't get to it. Um, 
socialism is losing its Soviet-era stigma, writes Axios, especially among women. Uh, They mentioned AOC, Bernie Sanders. 55% of women between 18 and 54 say they'd prefer to live in a socialist country than a capitalist country. 55% of women between 18 and 54. As always, I'd like to know what they mean by socialist. I don't don't know what they mean. Right. Majority of men prefer to live in a capitalist country. About 4 in 10 Americans in general say they would prefer living in a socialist country over a capitalist one. Of course, you know, the the smearing, the... uh, the blurring of the lines of what means what. You know, some people say, well, socialism's where, like, poor people get help. Yeah, or, okay. or I get free health care. Right. Um, uh, but even if that's the case, and they don't mean, they don't mean state-run control of everything. No. And they just mean that other stuff. It's pretty surprising that the word socialism has been rehabilitated so much yep. in a couple of decades. Yep. Because it was the enemy of the world for my whole adult life. Or my whole life. Yeah. They actually asked, what constitutes a socialist political system? And 76% of people mentioned universal health care. I don't know. Tuition-free education, 72%. Living wage, 68%. State-controlled economy, 66%. No. I don't know. State-controlled economy? Two-thirds believe it's a state-controlled. They mean socialism. Well, right, yeah. They think that's in the definition. But it gets a little complicated because if you have somebody who, who believes in the softest, college girliest version of socialism, most people might, you know, be fine with that, but against the hardcore stuff. It's time, it's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts, the final thoughts. It's time, it's time for final thoughts. With Armstrong and Getty. There you go. I like it. Mm. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Marshall Phillips, esteemed newsman. Go ahead. Well, I'm coming up on another month of not scratching and not making any investment in sport. Because you're scabies? Oh, uh, you're, you're uh, yeah. Yes. The lottery thing. And this time, no side effects outside of not bringing home the bacon every now and again for you guys. Boy, I huh. saw a lot of people who had that gleam in their eye at the uh, casinos in <laughs> oh, Vegas, I man. Know. They're going to win for sure. <laughs> Hunched over the machine, looking miserable. The nickel slots. Boy, the people on the billboard are overjoyed. Right. Huh. Uh, positive Sean, final thought. Yeah, in between the silent discos and cage fighting, I, uh, something else happened over the vacation. I rediscovered my love of reading. I had fallen out of the habit of just reading for fun. Uh, picked up uh, the, uh, the Name of the Wind, the King's Killer Chronicle, if you want to read along with me. Uh, go ahead and do it. It's a fantasy book. It's great. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Michelangelo, they're in the control room. Final thought. Yeah, Jack said he took his kids to Legoland. Uh, my parents took me to a cheaper... Amusement Park, it was Lagoland, and mm. all the rides were slow, and everything was misshaped and nothing connected. <laughs> wow. It's a very sad story. Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? Yeah, I listened to some talk radio while I was driving around the western United States, and I heard a number of shows that just blow. There's a lot of bad talk radio out there. There's some good stuff. I'll admit, I heard some good stuff, but a lot of it's terrible. So mm. thanks for listening to us. Yes, indeed. My final thought, I finally read uh, part of the article. turns out Beto O'Rourke does not have slaves. Okay. His, uh, his ancestors did, and he's very proud of that. No, I'm sorry. Whoops. No, he's ashamed of it. I'm sorry. I really got to read the whole article. Yeah, I'm ashamed. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have this amazing video of a French soldier flying around on like a hovercraft thing. It's just astounding. Oh, yeah. Check that out. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. <laughs> Have some of my churro. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.